In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fay. What's going on, man? How are you? I just realized I have a deep-seated desire to say floor is lava when you count down from three, two, one. Floor is lava! Floor is lava. Three, two, one. Floor is lava. Yeah. <laughs> this is because I have children. It's the only reason that this exists. I hope so. Because if it's not, then we must talk about other things on why you're thinking <laughs> the floor is lava. Also joining us again, host of Real Talk Radio, you just heard him, Justin LeBlanc. Hey, 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 can I get a witness? It is me, it is me, Justin JLB. How goes it, guys? It goes okay. It goes okay. It was an exciting weekend. Had a decent elimination chamber. Yeah, decent, decent enough. Decent enough. Um, just a reminder. Just a reminder. Raw and Order is part of the Tatnisco Podcast Network, so make sure to check out the other shows on the network, such as the Tatnus Podcast Uncensored, Chicken Hen with S and M, In the Dice Box Slam, and the newest one, Basement Bullshit. Still got to hear uh, that because I love that name. Yeah. Um, If you are new to this show, the premise is simple. We take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of pro wrestling. Um, We don't discuss them in advance, so it's entirely off the cuff. And uh, later on in the show, we're going to have an appearance by Tatnus himself um, in a pre-recorded segment that we recorded before Elimination Chamber over the weekend. So that's going to be fun. It should be fun. Yeah, tons oh. of fun. He was um, a lot of fun to talk to. Yeah, he was. Well, that that recording for his, uh, it, it was nearly three hours long. So it's going to be interesting to see what makes the final cut. Or if he just puts out a three-hour-long podcast. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, he's decided to be Joe Rogan now. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'll talk for six hours. I don't care. <laughs> to be fair, he's very interesting. But uh, Joe Rogan, yeah, I mean, he does go on tangents, and that's usually why it's so long. But uh, it's definitely worth a listen. Um, before we get into it, though, I do like to remind everyone to make sure that you've liked, that you share this episode and other ones, and you make sure to subscribe to the podcast so we can continue to grow. Do it. Do it. What are you do waiting it. for? Just do it. I'm, I'm doing do the it. Shia LaBeouf meme right now in my room. So. You know, it's very sad that Shia LaBeouf takes credit for that, because technically it was in Starsky and Hutch first, but uh, Shia LaBeouf did make an epic YouTube video for it, so, you know, kudos to him. Yeah, the the Starsky and Hutch one didn't become a meme. Shia LaBeouf's did, so. True, true. Shia LaBeouf is Shia LaBeouf. And I can't think of Shia LaBeouf without thinking of Rob Cantor's song, Shia LaBeouf. That's what I think of when I think of Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, it's caught in a bear trap. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf actually appears in the <laughs> he video. Does it, for yeah. Shia That's Shia LaBeouf won all respect from me for him appearing in that video. Uh, oh, you know. It, it would have been really easy for him to have taken that a little too personal and 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 scoffed at it, but the fact that he's like, I'll do I'll do the video, 
And they actually made a meme based off of his appearance in the video, which is the Shia LaBeouf clapping meme. So it's golden. Yeah. I cannot believe we're having this long of a conversation about Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, okay. Well, um, now so let's, let's get transform in. it into some wrestling, shall we? Yeah. We will get into it here. Um, I think DA Fabe started last week, so I'll go ahead and start this week. Um, and mine should be a lot of fun, right? Because I was thinking about it, and I've done something similar to this before, so I know we tend to enjoy it. Um, uh, but we've got WrestleMania coming up. And with WrestleMania, you always have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and now the Women's Battle Royal that is not named after Mae Young. After, uh, uh, no, uh, Mae Young. Not Mae Young, uh, uh, yeah, the other one. What's the other yeah. one? Mula. Uh, Mula. Mula. There it is. Mula. That's, <laughs> Mula was the bad one. Yeah, she's the, she's the evil. Yeah. But not named after. No, it's just, it's, it's just the Women's Battle Royal. <laughs> I, I think they could it's have called it like a Lunder Blaze one or something like that. Like there's that, other Wendy Richter. Yeah, that's what I think. It's so weird that they that they were like, oh oh, people don't like us naming after Mula. Well, then we're just gonna not name it after anyone instead of coming up with. At someone the same else. time, you're not gonna call it a Lunder Blaze after the girl threw your title in the trash can, okay, even so though it is passe. Well, but there are other things. You know, there've been other women in the history of professional wrestling that uh really could have could have been worth talking about like miss elizabeth right she wasn't even a major wrestler but so many people just idolized miss elizabeth i mean she was like the fairy tale princess of wrestling for nearly two decades pretty sure the drugs has something to do with that where they don't want people to google miss elizabeth and that's what's gonna come up Maybe no. they call the Shia LaBeouf. Well, I mean, here's the thing: it's obviously they weren't concerned about people googling it when they named it the Fabulous Moolah, because you Google Fabulous Moolah, and the first things that come up is, oh, she was basically a pimp. <laughs> you know what? I am gonna Google her right now. Yeah. And I. Okay, she's not still you. pimping. It won't say she's a pimp. She's, <laughs> yeah, you she's will find articles uh, on it. I mean, there's a lot of accusations. Yeah. She First ran- one, her career and controversy. Yeah, see what I mean? Because she, she literally, I mean, it's been accused that basically she ran a wrestling school and um, the girls training at the wrestling school basically had to prostitute themselves to continue training you know, uh, based on her order. So, but that's my point is obviously they weren't concerned about Googling when they named it after her. So just name it after Miss Elizabeth and roll on. Yeah, Miss mm. Elizabeth had problems later on in life, but she wasn't basically a pimp. So it's still <laughs> a step forward. Um, this is valid. But this short deteriorated faster than normal. <laughs> it did, it did. So to get back on track, so you've got the Women's Battle Royal and the Andre Battle Royal, right? And with any Battle Royal, uh, especially in WWE, there are always surprise appearances. So what I need you both to do is to book five surprise appearances um, for either or. You can mix and match, whatever. Doesn't have to all be one. I just want to know the five surprise appearances that you would love to see that would not be expected. Because there are some appearances that, like, 
just happen all the time. You know what I mean? You expect them. Uh, so like saying Beth Phoenix in the Women's Battle Royal, or I guess saying Kelly Kelly in the Women's Battle Royal, those aren't those are expected because they seem to always appear in Battle Royale. Ooh, I was going to call dibs, and then you said not expected, but but I don't know. I personally wouldn't consider this one expected because she hasn't been in several several items recently, but I, I, I don't know if you're going to call me out on this and say, no, nah, that doesn't count. Um, Only I'll, one way to find out. I'll still go with dibs. All right, dibs. Um, I'm going first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first name I was gonna say is is Michelle McCool. Like she hasn't been in a lot of them, but she has been in some of them, some of stuff like this. I just think that with her being name dropped recently, I feel like she's gonna show up at Mania. But does she show up in Taker's match, or does she show up at that? So. I'm going to say she shows up in the Women's Battle Royal. I'll give you a pass on that one as long as your other four swing for the fences. Oh, the pressure's on. Okay, okay. I can swing for the fences on the rest. Um, I'm going to go with Beth Phoenix. (laughs) I'm just messing. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with, first and foremost, a lot of those women in, in that that range that time frame um aren't really as as active now um but i think like the ivories and whatnot probably don't count right yeah they're a little bit too common they've okay they've done a little here and there which is which is okay i just i want to clarify which ones are and are off limits here so for men um i'm gonna say gobble goody gooker does a comeback okay i'll let uh, that one go that's that's pretty swinging for the fence right there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say there's gonna be a celebrity in the men's battle royal. Um, mm, Dennis Rodman. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I was I was I was tempted to go with with Drew Carey, but I was like, ah, eh, probably not. I was thinking it. You were thinking it too. I was I was just thinking like oh, I was gonna say Drew Carey and be basic. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with Dennis Rodman, who actually could eliminate somebody, and it'd be pretty dang, dang decent. This uh, is true. I'm gonna go with. So these are callbacks. So this isn't gonna be somebody who's never done it before. Like, I couldn't go with LeBron, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure it wouldn't have been LeBron, obviously. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with another callback. This part's getting edited out right now, and now that really weird section is gonna still be in there. Where I said this part's getting edited out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep, leaving it in just for you. <laughs> just for that. Uh, I'm trying to go 90s, early 90s. Um, just because we did a little throwback stuff to him the other day, Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. And for women, is Wendy, Wendy Richter still alive? I am not entirely sure. Let's look at the Wikipedia machine. Dude. She's up there, though, man. She's really up there. As in ready to die? Like, what did you... <laughs> She's still alive. I don't know. Um, she not is still nine. alive. 58 she years got, old. As I say, she's nearly 60. I'm going to I'm not going to do that one. Um I'm going to go with Bull Nakano leaving the golf industry and coming back in that in that battle royale. That'd which is good. probably extremely unlikely, but that's who I'd like to I'd, I'd love to see Bull Nakano come back and nobody would recognize her in wrestling. Like no one. She is like half the woman she used to be. Yeah. 
So, um, but I think she could do I, all she would have to do is have the spiked up hair and all that stuff. So, so yeah, that's that's my calls. I'm saying Michelle McCool is a legit because I think she'll be at Mania, and I think I think they'll probably throw some type of angle there. So you may as well throw her in that match. Um, I think Gobbledygooker just because you could have anybody be the Gobbledygooker. Like you don't really have to have. Whoever yeah. it was played the gobbledygooker. Be the they still have the original gobbledygooker costume in the warehouse, so you know, yeah, perfect. Probably stinks, uh, but oh, you know. <laughs> I don't even. Remember, uh, I know I said um, Bull Nakano. Bull Nakano. Uh, just so so you know, Bull Nakano um, actually appeared at Rise Wrestling in 2017. Um, really? Uh, to. Uh, uh, manage Chris Wolf in her match against now uh, NXT superstar Shotzi Blackheart, who had Medusa in her corner. So they even did a callback. That's a pretty good callback. That was a great rivalry. Um, but again, Bull Nakano, now professional golfer on the LPGA, probably doesn't go by Bull Nakano. Um, so. You know, uh, her birth name is Keiko Nakano. So there's probably some so she, Nakano involved there. Yeah, so she probably just goes by Keiko Nakano. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? So, well, I feel like golfers don't actually get aliases, so chances are she does. You think his name's really Tiger? That was just oh, a that's valid. Uh, that was that's just a, uh, that was just a kayfabe play. His name is actually Tiger. I'm just playing. His name really oh, is. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, be scared there. I'm like, oh wait, then again. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was convincing enough that Justin was yeah. like, well, I guess he's right. Oh. I mean, Tiger, what a silly name. I've been taught yeah, that, that's, that's his legit name. I don't, I don't know why that came up. Oh, Rodman. I just think, you know, Rodman hasn't been in the in the limelight recently. So um, I think he'll, he'll want to find a spot in the limelight. Excellent. So, Sounds good to me. What about and you? I don't remember who the fourth one I said was, or fifth one I said was. I don't know. I'll listen to it back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's stop. Um, okay, so... <laughs> So I'm booking surprise appearances for the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Or the one. Can I do both? Yeah, you can do it oh, both. You can do either. Okay, right. Either or. Either or. Um, so uh, is that football player still alive that came back and rest, uh, that wrestled Bam Bam? LT? I think LT's still LT? alive. Still alive. Uh, that would be kind of fun to see just to kind of as a throwback. Maybe not everyone would get it, but everyone who's watched, you know, what was that? WrestleMania like it wasn't even wrestlemania i don't think it was just some pay-per-view but it was early 90s so i'm sure a lot of people would recognize him lt would be my first andre the giant pick um i feel like great khalid is always randomly there so i guess we can't pick him lt is still alive he's still alive perfect so he is my pick wow well, he doesn't uh, have to do much he comes out he makes yeah. an appearance he throws one or two people out uh, and then he gets eliminated, and you know that's it. He doesn't even necessarily um, have to throw anyone out to be perfectly. 1990, honest. 1995 Battle Royal or Royal Rumble. Oh, that's that okay. That's when that happened. Fair that enough. Answers all those questions. Now go Thank on, you guys. Eric. Thank you, Google Machine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Aside from that, we um. Let's see. Let's see. I would love to see Mr. T. If we're going back with old school, uh, old school peeps, and I don't think Mr. T's ever made an appearance. Has he even been inducted to the Hall of Fame? I think he has. I think so. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, 
Uh, I pitied a fool who doesn't want to see Mr. T in the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royale. I love so. that call. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am down with that. I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking a lot of celebrities here, but um, trying to think more. I guess more wrestler oriented. Um, yeah, Andre the Giant Battle Royale. I feel like we would maybe see now the Big Show since he's actually can compete and i guess he can be used considering the fact that we haven't seen the guy in over three years and i feel like he hasn't even well obviously hasn't been in the last three but i think he was only in the first one so big show would be my go-to um just so you know we did see him recently yeah, we did see him not too long ago. He came back on a wasn't it SmackDown? Raw, raw. No, it was Raw with uh, Kevin raw. Owens brought him out. Yeah, we just haven't seen him. In no, the no but I mean we just haven't seen him since. Okay, yeah. <laughs> since that time, so that doesn't really count. That was just a one-off thing, and then we just never saw the guy again. Um, I would honestly, I know, and this he probably just can't even do anything in the ring, but just as a nice little surprise. I would like to see, might be a, a two, two, two winner. I would kind of maybe like to see uh, Kurt Angle randomly. I know he, re- he he's probably retired now again, but I would like to see Kurt Angle come out, but be as the coach for Jason Jordan to do like a little one-off appearance thing. I know he's can't wrestle full time there and he's just, but he's in the back anyways. So just to get him out there and kind of get the crowd excited. Um, and I then love that somehow, idea, <laughs> I really yeah. do love that idea to bring and Jason then, Jordan back onto, onto television. Just to bring him back. And then Chad Gable, I imagine is going to be in the matchup. Wait, was Jason Jordan with Chad Gable? Was that it? Yes. Yeah. American right. Alpha. Okay. American Alpha, yes. So that would be kind of a little, you know, cool thing with the blast in the past. Maybe do something with Chad Gable and Jason Jordan. Uh, most likely Shelton Benjamin will probably be in the match. So that would be like a, a cool thing to see there. Um, yeah. I, and that's how many so far. That's three, four. I don't know. I've actually lost count because I was looking at something else. So, um, <laughs> Thanks for paying uh, attention, guys. So kind. <laughs> uh, I love this Jason Jordan idea, though. Well, yeah, you had Mr. T, you had Jason Jordan, you had uh, LT. He says well, three. Yeah. Uh, Big Show, technically, was my Big fourth. Big Show. Four. Uh, yeah. And my fifth, let's... Because, honestly, I, I, I would say Michelle McCool, but she's definitely almost getting involved in the... Uh, in the taker match somehow whether she's just going to be with taker which that'd be kind of weird but since they already brought it up she can definitely come out with taker um so my fifth pick will actually who you know what bring bianca belair into the woman's fabulous smula whatever tournament and have her win that and thus start her to get her on the main roster because god darn it bianca belair deserves it and they're not really from what i recall they're not really doing much with her at nxt at the moment she's not in a big big storyline from i only saw two weeks ago though does that fall as a call up or a call back that sounds like right. a call up that's a call up yeah it's definitely a call up she's never she wasn't on raw at any time during her nxt run She's never been on the main shows, so it would be a call up. But that's why I'm saying they're not doing anything with her on NXT. The fans, when she was, I don't know if, ah, wait, 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 I'm backtracking. I'm not even doing a woman. Keith Lee, 
Keith Lee will be the call-up and he will win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Now, I know it's not a big deal, but it would actually, because it's just the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and no one necessarily cares, but kind of how Corbin did it when he actually, uh, when he won it, he really had that going on Raw and he would always come out. So Keith Lee winning would put more importance into the Andre the Giant Battle Royal once again, and also would actually give him that step up uh, to go to Raw or SmackDown. But either way, even if he doesn't, though, it would give him somewhat of a title because he hasn't... Is he still the champion? Yeah, uh, North American still. North American, okay. Um, Keith Lee, or dare I even say Velveteen? Velveteen Dream. I would like to see an NXT star come up. It's WrestleMania, damn it. Let's get something going. Let's get the ball rolling. And uh, let's... uh, Because clearly NXT stars are much more entertaining than Raw stars. Look at Shayna Baszler just, you know, annihilating the competition at uh, Elimination Chamber, uh, although it's fixed like that to make her out to be a the cage fighter. Uh, it still was pretty entertaining, and it's fresh blood, and that's what WWE is missing, so that's what WWE should give us. And God darn it, it's WrestleMania, new year, new us. Vince, give us what we want. <laughs> give me what you want. I uh, I can't help but think if I were doing something that, and this is just part of my personality, I would totally troll the uh, WWE universe by having like Christy Hemi uh, come out or someone from that era that nobody likes in women's wrestling. You know what I mean? Why can't I remember Christy Hemi? Be happy if you don't. Oh, she okay. was. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, she wasn't horrible. She wasn't um, Kelly Kelly. Um, oh, Jesus. But, Shots uh, fired. Kelly Kelly was. Uh, no, excuse me. Uh, Christy Hemi was a. Um, was um, the first Diva Search winner. Yeah. She was a model who won the uh, inaugural Diva Search. And uh, so be- she became a wrestler for, you know, reason other than she was hot. Um. And she did and pretty well at TNA for a very long time, man. Yeah, but my point is like that's just bound to rile up the the hardcore WWE universe. No, no, women's revolution. No, we can't have. I I was gonna say um someone maybe even more uh than that, but but she was the one that jumped into my head, and I was like, you know, we could do her. She wouldn't be the worst one. She would still get the rile, but there's still, you know, uh, a couple of those um, ones like uh, Eva Marie that would really get people pissed. Yeah, for sure. For a callback, absolutely. Yeah. Have her come out. Oh, watch the internet explode with anger. Quite literally in that way. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So Eva Marie, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... I, I thought of what they really should have renamed the Battle Royal. And I think someone on Twitter had said it at the time, but uh, they should have said, oh, we can't do name it after Moolah. That's fine. How about Sensational Sherry? They could call it the Sensational Invitational. Oh. Ooh, I like it. How I awesome like it. would that have been? Nice pivot. Give it a really cool name. Sensational Sherry was very important to the women's division in the 90s. Uh, 
and very important yeah. to professional wrestling as a whole in the 90s yeah, you know absolutely that's actually an amazing title uh, amazing title for the battle royal yeah but um anyways no uh i mean good good choices all around i enjoyed them i'm down with all of those i really was down with mr t he doesn't even have to uh like actually make it into the ring for all that matters nope. to me no nope. you know no, it doesn't. he's coming down coming down the ramp everyone's like oh my god and then you could have some heel wrestler come out and you know nail him from behind and knock him out and get it in his spot and move on but yeah. i am 100 percent down with it. damn right thank you yeah dang skippy <laughs> damn skippy I, I really like the storyline development though with uh curtain curtain and uh jason jordan and then the whole Shelton and Chad Gable yeah. thing, that'd just be pretty cool. You know, add a little nostalgia to it and add a little bit of entertainment to the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Because I don't know about you guys, but usually it's uh, pretty lackluster and it's a bathroom break for a lot of people. So, uh, you know, it would be a great twist to do that exact storyline, though, is have it come out and and then have Kurt Angle announce that he got back paperwork and it turns out that they'd mixed up the samples on the paternity test and Jason Jordan wasn't his illegitimate son, but Chad Gable was. So then suddenly oh, Jason Jordan thinks, thinks, ah, I've been robbed again and goes after Chad Gable. You take everything from me. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm okay with that too. But I like Jordy Gable. <laughs> well, and here's the deal is you look at Chad Gable and tell me he does not look more like he could have been Kurt Angle's son than Jason. To me, there's a uh, resemblance there. And the fact that they were both Olympic wrestlers. Yeah, I think I think you're stronger there. Well, That's- I mean, yeah, but, you know, just because he was doesn't mean that uh, Jason Jordan would be either. Being an Olympic wrestler isn't, like, exactly hereditary. I'm just we're not we're talking about storylines here. I just think yes. that would have made the better storyline because uh, I think they look more alike. Jason Jordan's got an entirely different skin tone. Um, uh, the only reason that they looked kind of alike is because Jason Jordan's haircut was similar to Kurt Angle's old haircut before he shaved his head. Right. I AKA was going bald, and so they wrote a storyline to cover up the fact that he was shaving his head. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, no, those were all good choices. Uh, you know, I can't complain about any of them. Um, I just think this is that's one of the most fun things to me about those battle royals is waiting for who's going to be the surprises, who are they going to have show up this time, and you know, I well, the unfortunate thing with like the women's battle royal is there's so many people. So many women that I really wish could show up that are no longer with us, you know? Mm. Uh, and, and the same thing's true about the men, except there's just a larger pool that they can pull from. So it's it's a little bit easier for them to side skirt some of those people that, like, don't get me wrong, if, if he was still alive, Big Boss Man showing up at any one of these would just blow my roof off. But unfortunately, oh. can't. Because he is no longer with us. Rest his soul. Great trailer. Um, Big Boss Man was severely underrated. In my I would agree wholeheartedly. Uh, okay, because I was just about to ask why he's garbage. One of the guys that popped in my head was actually somebody we've mentioned a lot lately. King Kong Bundy, but again, deceased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the tough thing. Is You know, I mean, we, <laughs> here you go. Uh, 
Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, wait, no, yeah. he's not around anymore. Yeah, Bam uh, Bam is a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah, that's you that know. Group, but uh, <laughs> didn't but you that's why it's fun to see the ones that are going around. and watching Bam Bam matches a while back on one of our episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Out a little bit, and you were like, "Bam, bam!" And then now, maybe you right. watched them, and... and I did, yeah. And that's the guy was phenomenal for the size he was and oh, the moves move. that he can actually do. I was just, you know, he was the Samoa Joe for that time—a different, completely different style. But this guy could move, man. And I guess I just was too young to realize at the time. But ugh, what a talent! Yeah. Stud, just absolute stud. Yeah, that is right. Well, we will go ahead and move on to the next challenge. So, who wants to go next? Okay, you got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> um, so, guys, now elimination chamber has passed. Okay, it has passed, and I'm not asking you to book your fantasy thing because that's what you guys did with uh, with tetanus. Uh, tetanus. Thank you. Uh, that's what you did with Tatanus there. But I would like you to pick a different style of matchup to replace Elimination. So it's still a February pay-per-view. Because, god darn it, I feel like we need something new. You know? Like, I feel like Elimination Chamber, although cool concept, I like what there's six people. Uh, but I feel like it's getting kind of bland. Or at least maybe this year got kind of bland because we knew what was happening. But if you were to actually pick your stipulation match, if you will, or a big brand name event, kind of like an Elimination Chamber or a Hell in a Cell. But I'm kind of asking you maybe to create something different. A Barbwire C4 that. match. No, don't go crazy, though. <laughs> that, like as a whole pay-per-view built around that match? Heck yeah. Barbed wire C4 match. John Moxley will win all the time. <laughs> if you haven't Moxley, had a chance. Moxley, he's not there. No, if you I haven't had a chance to look up barbed wire C4 match, there's a very, very famous one um, that had Terry Funk in it. Um, that I don't know if there's video of it. Or, or even good video if there is, but uh, it's it's kind of an infamous one because uh, the the ring got so smoky with all of the explosions going off because they both just kept saying, nope, we need it bigger, we need it bigger, we need it bigger. Uh, that, that in the end, like the explosions go off and you don't know who set off the explosions, you don't know who won until the victor comes walking out of the smoke. Um, so. uh, oh, wow. Holy cow. Barbed wire C4 match. Yeah, okay, that's, so that's my pay-per-view. You're literally making a pay-per-view out of that. <laughs> no, no. I no, just, okay. when you said come up with a gimmick match, that was the first one that jumped on my head. And I'm like, they need to do an entire one off that. No, it would have to be WWE PG. <sighs> Unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I Maybe AEW would allow that, but this is WWE. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to think a bit. So, DA Fabe, do you got any? Oh, oh you're throwing it at me. Uh, yeah, I got my match. Okay. Oh. Uh, uh, immediately, I thought of Ultimate X. That was the coolest match. Um, and that's, uh, I don't think they use it in in Impact anymore. But the Ultimate X match, 
was essentially a ladder match, but the ladders were on the four corners or the, the pull, they were pulls on the four corners and he had to climb the ropes and then he had to go, there's, there's ropes crisscross across the ring and the titles mm-hmm. in the middle. And so I would do a pay-per-view off of Ultimate X. I think that would be so cool. Um, especially like the heavies, you know, Brock trying to work his way across there uh, with multiple. No, that would never wrestlers. happen. <laughs> I know that, that's what would make it great. You imagine the tag teams with that You get halfway through and then all of a sudden You know, I don't know We'll just say John Morrison does a shooting star press From the top rope From hanging from the ropes I mean, not that that happened at the Elimination Chamber It wasn't Morrison, but, you know, something like that <laughs> like, no, I, I can imagine Andrade though Or, you know, Andrade, Ray um, uh, Garza you know AJ Styles, the man who, well, and, who made... any of these guys that can walk the ropes. Like if if you can get a balance enough to get up on them and stand on the ropes at the X, and and then have a jump off on somebody, that would be oh just epic. Ultimate yeah. X. I would I I would have WWE steal the Ultimate X match. Okay, yeah, I would. They definitely should, and especially since well, I don't know why they even stopped with that matchup. I guess people stopped caring or. I don't know why they stopped, but well, yeah. nobody. Yeah, people did stop carrying. It was TNA. Yeah, go ahead, Smarks. Uh, uh, I well, I think <laughs> it also had to do with when they when they switched from the six sided ring to the the normal four sided ring. Uh, right. Suddenly, even though the X makes perfect sense with the four sided ring, it it they just didn't have that extra. Like that. Yeah. yeah, it didn't have that extra pizzazz to it because the six-sided ring was also bigger than your average yeah uh because the ropes were the same size as the regular ring but there were six sides so it made it bigger so that yeah, made right. matches like that a little bit more like awe-inspiring well and, yeah. and so you think about like finn balor in an ultimate x match uh-huh. Instead of doing the the coup de gras off the rope and jumping, he actually is dangling from the rope and does it on somebody. You know, something like that. Like that, just uh, that would be incredible. There's so much they could do with that, with especially with the high flyer uh, market that there is. Not the lucha market, but the high flyer market. Um, cause it is a place to showcase luchas, but it's also a place to showcase guys like Finn Balor or um, Chad Gable or any of those guys. I could honestly see them bring that uh, to NXT, though. If anything, not call it an Ultimate X, but... Um, yeah, because you can. Def- you can, but yeah. Unless the Jarrett owns, like, something for that. He's like, yeah, WWE, go ahead, use it. Screw TNA. And maybe maybe Jared, Jared's the one who knows owns the rights to that. And if he does... That's the thing. Then he can, hopefully he can do we'd something. all be good. He can hold Vince hostage again. <laughs> yeah. Get Vince to buy in on it and then leave the company and be like, well, now you can't use that thing that I created. Let's give me money. <laughs> so, yeah. That would be good. I'm trying to think of... I think I know what uh, what type of match I'm wanting to go for, but I'm trying to decide which is the best way to go about it. So... Um, I have this fear that you're going to go with the three tiers of tell or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, I debated it. I debated it. No, no <laughs> doubt about that. Just from the pure fear. humor of, of throwing it out there, but no. So <laughs> Ring of Honor used to have a championship, and they're actually bringing it back called the Pure Champion. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, I remember that. And and it's about wrestling, not brawling, right? So uh, to win... 
you don't win by knocking the opponent out. You win by tapping them out, right? Right. Uh, and so th- th- that's kind of where I'm wanting to go with it. But I also think, to me, that Iron Man matches are like my favorite stipulation, I think, of all time. When done right, Iron Man matches win to me every time. And so I think if you do it as as an Iron Man pay-per-view. Now, don't get me wrong. You can't have every match of the night be Iron Man matches. You don't no. have you don't have the talent to have that. And you don't you don't want to have you know seven thirty to sixty minute long matches right. in, in a pay-per-view, right? Um, but you can base the entire pay-per-view around the fact that there will be a men's Iron Man match and a women's Iron Man match as the the co-main events or as the main draws, right? Right. Um, and, and and so I think that's more or less the way, but I'm I'm almost trying to figure out if there's a way you can kind of merge the pure and Iron Man so that, you know, because you can't just say submissions only because that still takes some of the, uh, uh, the thing out, but... But you could do no striking. Like, you could do yeah, pins. No, 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 like, original wrestling where you couldn't punch somebody. Oh, yeah, Big open show. Open handle. Yeah. That's probably mm-hmm. what it would be, is, is you know, a catch-as-catch-can Iron Man match, where they're like, you know, no no punches, uh, everything has to be open hand, and so that's, I think, where, where I would get up. And, you know, maybe it's Iron Man matches have been on my mind a lot today, because earlier today, the reports have come out that WWE might be considering putting uh, another... Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak match on the WrestleMania card and uh, WrestlingHeadlines.com put out a tweet, you know, would you be interested in seeing it? And I said, only if it was a 30-minute Iron Man match. Because uh-huh. that's the way, I, you know, I would love to see them just go at it for 30 minutes. Most Wait a minute. Pin- that means we would have to cut out something else, though. Hmm. That means we might have to get rid of, I don't know, um, Andrade versus Angel Garza versus Ray versus. <laughs> yeah. They might have to have only 15 matches on the night instead of 18. <laughs> I mean, I with that, the though. length of the average WWE match, they'd have to cut out like three or four to cover for one Iron Man match. Imagine, mm-hmm. it, you know, it would be kind of cool though if WWE because they they're they're getting into this seven and eight hour pay-per-views if they had an Iron Man pay-per-view that was 12 hours long <laughs> and they know that people are just going to walk away at some point and come back and walk away and come back and, the twist would know. be it's not the wrestlers who are trying to be Iron Man it's you <laughs> can you make it through the whole pay-per-view that'd be classic <laughs> nice I, uh, I like those answers <laughs> oh I love Iron Man matches. Yeah, it shows. Okay. Depends who's in it, though, to be honest with you. Well, true. Uh, who's in it matters a lot in Iron Man matches, right? Uh, it's, yeah. But that's part of what makes them so good is for them to put on an Iron Man match, you have to have a ton of faith in the wrestler. Um, And, and you know, they have to be wrestlers that have immaculate conditioning, uh, good ring acumen, and pacing. Um, and so it's I was like... like I like, beg to differ. I would love an Iron Man match between Great Khali and Big Show. Because by the end of it, it would just be like, who can stand? It would really be a last man standing match at that point. 
by the end of it by 20 minutes into it. <laughs> They'd just be standing, leaning on the corners, going, <sighs> Fall out! <laughs> Fall out! <sighs> <Do> it, out! <sighs> I'm going to sit down for a second. <sighs> now I know what a zombie sounds like. That sounded very zombie-like. I was thinking Day of the Dead instantly. Now, if only they could get Ron Reese. I don't... I uh, Somehow or another, I just... Uh, oh, and there there goes him checking the Google machine. The uh, Google <laughs> machine is running. Ron Reese is still alive. 50 years hey. old. So they can have... Don't act, don't act so shocked, Jesus. Big Show versus <laughs> versus Great Kali versus the Yatai. Who also would have been a great choice to appear next to the gobbledygooker, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Mm. Just saying. Two two of the most infamous moments in professional wrestling. The hatching of the gobbledygooker and the yatai coming out. Anyways, I digress. The way to do it. (laughs) Exactly. Well, so that leaves D.A. Fabe left. Um... Man, I, 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 I didn't focus on other stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. Right. So I'm going to go with a challenge. Okay, this is, this is, uh, I do this and Smarks gets mad every time, but I'm going to beat him to the punch. It is the month in which St. Patrick's Day exists. God damn you. <laughs> Um, we're gonna go with book next. Let's see here. St. Patty's is is what day next week? I don't know. Uh, probably Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, it's it's the sixteenth so, now. Seventeenth. Seven. Okay, so Tuesday. because we all know, because we all know, March sixteenth, Austin three sixteen is gonna be on Raw. That's right. That's right. So, um, so we're gonna book a. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do Hornswoggle on a pole or just a St. Patrick's Day themed match for Raw next week. We're gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a St. Patrick's Day themed match so you can have some <laughs> Hornswoggle in the match if you want. But even though he wrestles somewhere else now, so yep, St. Patrick's Day themed match. Book it for next Monday because we know it's coming. We hope it's not, but. <laughs> yeah. It's the second match on the show, I'm sure. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez, I don't even know how I would do it. As soon as I said, it's that season, you knew, didn't you? you Pretty knew. much. <laughs> I had my you... microphone on mute because I was opening a soda, but I really was cussing as well. <laughs> so um, ironically, if this was AEW, we, both, we all know Hangman Page would be in it. Drinking green. Yeah, Irish. Drinking, be drinking green beers. I don't. I don't even know because I mean St. Patrick's Day is one of those uh, uh, holidays that you really have to walk a line on because it's really easy to to step over that line from uh, mild cultural appropriation appropriation to just flat out racist. You know what I mean? Good lord, what are you gonna do? The potato famine. <laughs> No, but it's like everyone and their dog becomes Irish on St. Patrick's Day, regardless of whether they claim Irish any other day out of the year. Suddenly they're like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm 182nd Irish. So so kiss me. I'm Irish. Top of the morning to you. Oh, women's matches. What you think of that? No, I don't even know. (laughs) I I literally don't know what to do. I'm I'm lost. So I'm going to have to let uh, 
let Justin try to take this while I brainstorm a bit. Well, okay, so I'm naming an Irish stipulation match. Yeah, an Irish. So there's gonna be so like at Thanksgiving there's usually a food fight. Um, at Christmas there's somebody who comes out. There's gonna be a segment of some type. We have to assume that there's gonna be a segment of some type that is holiday related. Um, at Christmas there's usually some type of Santa thing or something along those lines. Um, you know, we might have Eggman show up um, at uh, at Easter time, which by the way I will beat all of you to. Um, Nope, it's going to be on my list for next week. Right, <laughs> right now. Easter's coming up soon. Oh, this is fit. I love these. I don't know why, but I absolutely love doing these. So That's it. I'm canceling um, the show. <laughs> well, we'll find the show at the end of the rainbow somewhere. So I got mine. <laughs> okay. Go for so it. So it will be... Now listen, it's 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 a special event. It's it's St. Patrick's Day parade. So we are going to go St. Patrick's Day rather. So we are going to see Finn Balor against Sheamus. I love this. In a 2 out of 3 beer falls match. So okay, how what, this works. what constitutes the beer fall? Right. So how this works essentially is you have <sighs> I didn't totally, uh, I, I was thinking something, but I'm like, no, that really wouldn't kind of work. I was thinking, now it's PG, so I don't know how much green beer they could, uh, maybe if they call it green beer, they could get something going. Stone Cold's going to be there. It's true. Stone Cold's going to be there. You get away yeah, with some, some beers. Yeah. <laughs> you get away with some beers. Oh, Austin's the referee, by the way. Austin's okay. the referee. That's that's happening. Um, and how this is based, I was thinking of them putting a bunch of Stone Cold Steve Austin cans around like uh, like their belt, like they have a belt on, so it's like a beer belt, if you will. <laughs> and anytime they, I don't know, so and anytime, let's say they aren't able to pin the wrestler, okay, let's say that they try to go for the pin and he kicks out. They have to chug a beer, okay? <laughs> and the last man who chugs all his beers, he doesn't necessarily lose, but he'll be highly inebriated. And it's an Iron Man get... match. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and well, two out of three falls. It's technically an Iron Man match, but it would be so entertaining. And then, yeah, and then the person, and then ironically, though, WWE's going to pull a fast one, and it most likely, Austin would have to be in the matchup, though, because I feel like Austin would be the only one who would get away with losing all of his beers and then still winning the match because he's better when he's drunk because he's stone cold. So Okay, so I got it. I got it how that works out, right? Austin is the referee, uh, and and he's going in the match, and then midway through, he pulls off his referee top and just joins the match, and then Sandman comes out in a referee hey. shirt <laughs> and referees the rest of the match. Nice. That works. Uh, I feel like Austin would just be stealing their beers, <laughs> but okay. Like, oh, you got one less beer on your waist now. No, no, that would be the real thing is, is Austin would be in the match and he'd have beers on his waist, but instead of drinking the beers on his race, he'd just be calling for one from the, from the guy in the crowd. <laughs> and so, so before he even got to those beers on his waist, he would, he would just have another one thrown to him. And so everyone else would be, be uh, you know, almost out, and he'd still have a full thing of beer because 
Because he's never drinking the ones there. He's getting another Steve <laughs> Wexler set to it. That would be awesome. Uh, okay. So, so two I'm out thinking... of three beer falls. That's my go-to. Okay. Two out of three beer falls. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Well, <laughs> I, I'm going in a little bit of a different route. Okay. I am going with a pot of gold mat. Okay. Um, and so, you know, the pot of gold is, is supposed to be at the end of the rainbow, guarded by a leprechaun. Um, so this would be set up. It would be like a ladder match, except uh, instead of, um, you know, a contract or, or li- like a money in the bank, basically. But instead of a contract hanging above the, the ring, um, the ladder would lead up to a rainbow slide that would go down into a ball pit filled with gold, gold balls, right? Um, and in the ball pit, guarded by... Hornswoggle would be a contract for a shot at a championship. So it'd be like Money in the Bank, except you wouldn't just have to climb to the top of a ladder, but you'd have to climb up there and then slide down, and then you'd have to fight Hornswoggle. <laughs> I, I I love it. I dig that. That's I good. think I think the title shot should be for the 27, 24-7 title. A contract for a 24-7 title shot. Possibly. That way, that way, Hornswoggle still gets the win. <laughs> I just like the idea of them fighting over taking a ride down into a ball pit. <laughs> Whoever wins it better say "wee" as they slide down the slide. Well, but they, they haven't guaranteed won it yet. I mean, imagine someone quickly is right behind them on the ladder, mm-hmm. and then you have two wrestlers fighting in a ball pit of gold balls, and they don't know where that that briefcase is, wherever it's at. And they've still got to fight Hornswoggle. What's yeah. Who knows whose ankles he's going to bite. <laughs> yeah. Know? And, and of course, Vince Russo twist. The the contract wasn't in the ball pen at all. It was underneath the ring. That's where Hornswoggle lives. Oh. <laughs> but I'm Jay. I don't know what you're and alluding have, to there. What, 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 have, what, the what match announced, do that? have the match announced as by the raw anonymous general manager. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, Vince Russo never did anything directly with Hornswoggle that that I know. No, but I mean under the ring. Like, what but are you Vince Russo to? was always known for uh, doing those twists at the ends that really didn't make any sense, but he did it just for the sake of uh, Crash TV, something. bro. Crash TV. No one will ever see it coming. Okay, but where do we go after that? Right. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? Well, what what happens next? I don't know. I'll figure it out next week. Crash <laughs> TV, bro. Good lord. Wee into the ball pit. You know, I mean, very, very few wrestling matches make me wish I'd be a part of it, but I think the slide down into a ball pit would make me go, you know, you know, I could be a part of that match. I feel like you could even pull that off in AEW if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah. could. Yeah. Having the best friend slide down the slide and then get out of the ball pit and <laughs> go back in to slide down again. No, we're just going to go ride the slide again, man. This was fine. <laughs> they actually find the briefcase and they're like, oh, what's what's this doing here? They set it outside it the thing. <laughs> now they, they hand it to Orange Cassidy, who's standing out there, doesn't want to do it. And he's just like, what am I supposed to do with this? 
<laughs> bell rings orange cassidy is the winner of it of a match he wasn't even in that would be great <laughs> although in in fairness uh they wouldn't be able to do the two out of three beer falls in aew at least they wouldn't be able to have um orange cassidy involved with it because he can wrestle a match and not spill a drop um this is true uh <laughs> Of so. uh, orange juice? No, of, of beer. Of beer. Have you seen the Colt Cabana match left yet? Huh. I'll send you a link to it. Uh, there's a match. It was from Beyond Wrestling. Nope. Uh, it's free online. Um, and uh, Colt Cabana versus Orange Cassidy. And before the match starts, Orange Cassidy sends uh, Swamp Monster to go get him a beer. And he wrestles pretty much the entire match holding the beer. <laughs> uh, that guy is haunted. Uh-huh. I mean, th- there are a whole lot of like, like scenes where uh, he actually hands Colt Cabana the beer so he can punch Colt Cabana and then take the beer back, um, or <laughs> Colt Cabana hits him and he's trying to fall over, but he's more concerned with I got to make sure I don't spill the beer. Oh, jeez. This was where? Um, I think it was through Beyond Wrestling. Um, it's online. I'll guess. I'll send you guys the link to it. I watched Perfect. it again today because <laughs> it absolutely cracks me. But uh, but so yeah. No, I think I think uh, all things considered, those are those are better than than they should be for the. They're better than what it will be. That's yeah, for sure. Definitely <laughs> better than what it will be. For sure. Because it's probably going to be Hornswoggle on a pole. Yeah, most likely. I feel like they would get complaints about that now if they tried to do something like that, like a bunch oh, of people. Which is... I can almost guarantee Hornswoggle will be on Raw. Yeah. Almost guarantee it. Not on a pole. Yes, but not on a pole. Yeah, he no. will definitely be there, and most likely he will go running out from under the ring at some point. It'll be in the twenty. He may win the twenty-four-seven championship. Yeah, that's possible. But they can't make. Uh, I don't know. They're trying to build the. Uh, I forget his name now. But they're uh, trying Riddick to build Moss. Moss. Yeah. Moss. So I don't think. Well, I mean, they made a know. big deal t- uh, on Raw yesterday that look, he's in a match for the 24-7 championship and uh, when it got over there wasn't like a crowd of people that ran out to try to attack him because they're all scared of him. Yep. Yeah, I feel like Fit Finley with a <laughs> shillelagh upside the head and then tells Hornswoggle to cover him overcomes that. <laughs> yeah, it would. And I can see I that. Feel like in in my book it does because I would end. rather watch that than Riddick Moss um, any day out of the Riddick Man. Riddick Moss just bores me. I mean, like, he is he is he is the picture of everything that Vince McMahon thinks professional wrestling should be. Former football player, super buff, big guy, but nothing he does in the ring like makes me go, ooh, that's impressive. God, it's almost like we've had another character just like that recently. Yeah, it's almost like well, it's almost like Mojo Raleigh. God bores me. Really close to that. Crazy. Crazy. Or Goldberg. <laughs> so weird. Anyways, we will then um, move on. Well, okay. Before we move on, this is probably where I'm going to insert uh, the audio from our talk with Tatnus about um, what he thinks his dream Elimination Chamber match would be. Um, so I would like to throw out a challenge to Tatnus here to Ooh. book his dream Elimination Chamber match. Oh shit! I, I am granting you a time machine, so you can you can pick any wrestler out of any point and bring them to the elimination chamber. But I need to know what six people you would put in there, 
what order and how and who would win. Damn, that's a fucking doozy. But Six you know, people. Yo, we do this weekly, bro. Ooh, you guys got skills because there's so many things. Uh, fuck, six people. And I'm trying to think of things that have not been done. Oh, this is a doozy. You know, at some point, I would have loved to see Bray Wyatt's old gimmick against Raven's old gimmick. So I'd put them in there. And I would love to see AJ and Shawn Michaels, both in their prime. That would be uh, pretty badass. So throw them in there, too. And let's see. The last two. Hmm. Fuck. This is tough. I mean, damn. You got me on this one, man. Let's see. I'm trying to think of somebody who would really thrive in the environment of the chamber itself. But uh, the obvious comes to mind. You know, you got Foley and shit like that. And I feel like it's been done to death. But, huh, fuck. Let's see. You gave me such a, a fucking variety of options, too. Like a time machine. Yeah. A fucking time machine, even. Oh, shit. That leaves it wide open. Hmm. Damn. I might have to show my age on some of this now. <laughs> Big Show and Andre. Let's go with that. Excellent. And, oh, that's a tough one now because I feel like the two of them would just kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd almost have to set up uh, where only one of them was in at a time, so Absolutely. they could uh, team up on. You know, people could team up on the big person to try to take him down. So, with Show being the younger, I would put him in first. Have him just decimate everybody. Andre being older, we'll have him last. So then it ultimately will come down to between the two of them. But experience versus youth, right? Mm-hmm. Now. I feel like Big Show ultimately is more agile as a big guy, so I think that's going to work in his favor. But then you got Andre, who went fucking how many years before he was beaten? (laughs) So that really makes it tough. But I would say Andre sooner or later would pass the torch, you know what I'm saying, as the big man. So I, I would have to put Show over. Very cool. Very cool. Now you know what it's like to live a night in the FBI. It's really tough. It <laughs> it's is. It's not easy, bro. It is not easy at all. That is tough because especially with six people, if it was like a one-on-one thing or whatever, I could give you fucking matches for days. But when you got six people, they're not always going to all connect with each other. And, you know, it'll it usually end up in groups of two like it currently does, really. They take people that are currently in feuds and throw them in the chamber together that don't really have any involvement with the other four people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I figured I'll well, go that route. Women's match this year. Yeah. Right. You know, you right. The riot squad's falling apart. And you got Oscar. You got Shayna. Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be halfway decent, but I'm not expecting to uh, yeah. you know, really lose my mind over it. Not like you would over... Andre versus Big Show. <laughs> right. Ah! It would be that cool. would have to be a Jim Ross on commentary too. Oh for my sure. god, he's killed him. For sure. Uh, I feel Holy like the cow, old chump Ray... slam. Right. Chump slam. <laughs> just two behemoths just, you know, beating the piss out of each other. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> on that note, I think we'll probably bring this to a close. Alright, man. So... Yeah, let's wrap this bitch up. Thanks, Tatnus. That was great. Yes, 
Great job, Tadness. No, it really was great talking with him the other day. So it was uh, excited for that to be there. He, he is a hoot and a half. So, um, but on that note, we will move on to uh, our our FBI nullify, vilify, or deify. Um, if you're new here, that's our shameless copy of Fire Push Barry. We just control C, control V, and change the names. Uh, the rules are very simple. You must nullify someone out of wrestling entirely, vilify someone to the bottom of the card, and deify one just like Triple H does to himself every mania season. Oh, Lord, that's yep. coming up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the announcement here. Oh, it is the other shoe to drop. So That's going to be your fantasy booking next week. Please no. Crap. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd rather do the uh, Easter. Um, <laughs> so first round choices for you guys are, um, hey, Joe, to reference the talk with Tatnus, I'm giving you guys the time machine. So this is all about in their prime. Um, you are going back to the early 2000s and you are choosing to nullify, vilify, or deify the Hardy Boys in their prime. The Dudley Boys in their prime, or Edge and Christian in their prime. Ouch. That's that's rough. I wish um, I I'll go first. Speech. Okay, you got it, man. Dudley Boys, you're out. Wow. Honestly, yeah, I know. I have to pick. Um, but Dudley Boys is out. Honestly, I appreciated them more when they were in ECW, but we're talking them in their prime, technically in WWE, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed them much better and much more in ECW. So once they hit WWE, sorry, you're out, you're gone. Um, sorry, Bubba. Sorry, Devon. Love you both. But the Hardy Boys um, are getting pushed down because they were already there at the time. They were they were the ones that uh, were getting the biggest push. I feel out of all three. But, you know, rightfully so, because Jeff Hardy's a beast. And uh, Edge and Christian, I feel like if they would have gave them more time in the spotlight, aside for their little glorious five-second pose situations. They didn't need more than uh, five seconds. This is true. And still, at the same time, give them a lot more comedy as well. But I feel like, especially Christian, man. Christian had so much to offer, but they just never did what they should have done like in for instance in tna i felt he really showcased more of his wrestling than he ever did in wwe so edge and christian are going at the top of the food chain and uh are basically going to be in their prime for uh raw and smackdown in uh as of right now because god darn it they certainly deserve it they're entertaining they can talk on the mic they can both wrestle they can do any type of matchup and uh yeah that's 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 where i'm at your turn oh sorry what? Office, uh... your <laughs> turn you gotta do it you got uh... you have no choice wow vicious um okay so i'm going to and I have to do something different. Can I break the teams up so that I can just do like these two are getting nullified, these two are getting vilified, and these two are getting deified? Nope, they're they're a package deal. Because theoretically, Jeff Hardy's prime is different than Matt Hardy's prime. But they're prime as a team. <sighs> yeah, quit trying to. Uh, so the first TLC the system, match. But... First and second TLC match. Okay. Um, 
I gotta agree. I gotta, I gotta nullify the Dudleys, man. I mean, they'd had See a career I mean? already. Well, I mean, in their prime of that, uh, in the prime of those feuds, the Dudleys had already had a career. So you gotta nullify them, uh, and a good one at that, a stout career at that. Um, I do I, I, because of the team itself. I, I nullify Edge and Christian because they can hold their own independently. Um, it's hard to hard to think of, but at that time, most people didn't think Matt and Jeff could have held their own independently. They they both eventually did, but at that time, they 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 weren't known for that. So I'm gonna nullify Edge and Christian. Man, I'm still a peep, just so you know, bud. Okay, don't get mad. Um, I'm still an Edgehead. You can you can get <laughs> mad about that, Smarks, because. You're really upset about the fact that that hasn't been done. Um, I am. Still, even after last night. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna DFI Matt and Jeff because I think it elevates the tag division longer. So that's that's where I go. I I literally can't argue with any way that we go with this because this is this it's is not a, a good choice. move anywhere. This is a Sophie's choice. The I was mostly sub, sub, surprised by how fast. Uh, Justin came up with Dudley. Like I gave well, the you choice. You got to put like, a switch. Dudley's, Dudley's, yeah, Dudley's you gotta, I, you have to. Well, I mean, you guys ultimately did it. You took time. You know, you, you just, you're just spreading a little white lie for our listeners, thinking, oh wait, but the Dud. No, you were gonna do it. I say it like it is. We, the Dudley's got to get nulled. Bye bye, Dudley boys. What's up? You're out of here. <laughs> I, I really hope for your sake. Uh, bully or Bubba or whatever he's going by now doesn't listen to this because I think he well, can take you. Know, if, I'm, if, if, I'm if 174% listening, sure. If Bully is listening and he decides to tweet me, I'll just tweet him back with an anti-bullying campaign and that'll be that. <laughs> Finito. I'm done. <laughs> I am totally going to snitch tag uh, Bully Ray in this. <laughs> you better believe it. Oh, oh, oh. No, like I said, it's a Sophie's choice. There's really no good answer to it. You oh, know, no. uh, because, well, and, you know, history being what it is, um, we would not have the TLC paper as it stands today if it wasn't for those matches between those three teams. You know? Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, saying, saying you're going to nullify them in the prime of that is effectively nullifying TLC. And that which makes, makes you tough. ecstatic. Well, as a pay per view as a whole, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not against TLC matches. I, I like, I just think basing an entire pay per view off of a gimmick match is usually a, a, a losing decision. But what do I know? Elimination Chamber. What do I know? Holy cow! What do I know? Hell in a Cell. What do I know? TLC. Hell in a Cell is just bad because of you know Hell in a Cell. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, we're we probably if if anyone from the cult of Cornette has made it through any of our other episodes and is still listening to us, we've probably pissed them off in this episode at least once. So, uh, <laughs> uh, here's hoping. Get out of here. You're not wanted around here. Yeah. Okay. Well. I guess on that note, we'll probably draw this to a close. Um, this was kind of a crazy episode, but I had fun. I hope you two had fun as well. Yeah, good time. Um, I'm also very happy to not have to come up with my own fire pusher, so that was a plus. Oh, yeah. You, oh. I didn't get to that. 
see, you guys, oh, wow. you guys distract me so much. I went, no, you need to do a fire push, Barry, and Justin I'm needs sorry. to do a fire push. Nullify, DFI, vilify. That too. Because this is this is a, a police <laughs> show. Distinct. And in police shows, the names are changed to protect the innocent. So, uh... <laughs> time for my edit out my mistake. Don't oh, oh. oh, leave much? Hot diggity damn. What do you got for us, Justin? Oh, snap. Um, alright, guys. So, I'm gonna be a lame potato, and I'm gonna go with, uh... No, what is, I, I again? I always mess up on our on our version of the nullify, deify, vilify, vilify. Um, we're gonna go with. Uh, all right, we'll go with Charlotte Flair, Shayna Baszler, and Rhea Ripley. That's it. Send the message I, to Bully Ray. Yeah, Just we're, we're totally Get it over with. totally gonna snitch snitch tag this. Um, <laughs> this one is. I I have a feeling. I have a feeling that uh, DA Fabe and I are probably going to be pretty similar on this. Um, this is nothing against uh, the person who gets nullified, but in this situation, I feel like we're probably going to have the same choices. Maybe. Hedging my bet a bit, but... Um, I feel like you nullify Charlotte Flair. Uh, she is phenomenal. She is great. But... Uh, but with the other two, there's more upside in the feud to me. So you nullify Charlotte Flair, um, you vilify, and this is where it might, uh, no, I'm pretty confident that, um, that will be the same. You vilify Shayna because she, to, in my book, has the biggest chance of working her way back up the card down the road. Um, and then you deify Rhea Ripley. Uh, because she's she's got a look that is very beautiful, um, and and she's one of those where you got to kind of strike while the iron is hot with her. If you wait too long, you know you you run the risk of Ruby rioting her. You know what I mean? Mm. Where where she comes out and she's got all sorts of potential and all of this stuff, but then you she just kind of languishes for a while and you don't do anything with her and then she whatever. Right, but Shayna, Shayna has that killer instinct sort of look to her that I could see her working her way back up the card from any spot on it. So yeah, Charlotte's out. Shayna gets uh, vilified. Rhea Ripley to the top of the card. Yep. I feel like I'm forced to have a different answer. Um, You're not gonna have. I'm gonna do what I can to have a different answer. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it'll be a different answer, but I'm gonna. You're do gonna what pretend I can. it's a different answer. You're <laughs> gonna lie to our listeners. Listeners out there, DA Fabe is lying to. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I'm an attorney, so deal with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is a liar. I mean, lawyer. Lawyer. Calm down, liar, liar. <laughs> so I am gonna go. I have to change something here. <laughs> You don't uh, have. No, I, I do. Uh, I'm going to nullify Shayna Baszler. Don't kick my ass, please. Because she has a career somewhere else if she needs it. Um, totally snitch tagging Shayna Baszler. <laughs> um, By the way, was Shayna Baszler in the UFC? No, she was just another MMA. Well, Bellator's still pretty big, dude. And 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 I don't I don't tend to diss people that are MMA. Uh, professionals that um, may not necessarily fight in UFC. Um, one, because 
Oh, I honestly didn't know though. I'm not trying to say Bellator oh, is okay. horrible or anything like that. Like I yeah, think she was, I think she was, she was there. Actually, I do believe she was actually at UFC. Yeah, she was in UFC from 2013 to 2015. Oh wow! I gotta check out her matches then. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. She to interrupt. actually got. She was uh, selected for the Ultimate Fighter TV show in 2013 right. to be. That was the time they did Team Rousey versus Team Tate. Right. She was. Oh yeah. Show. Right. Yeah. Okay. That I that I actually saw that Ultimate Fighter. Damn. Totally didn't realize that was her. <laughs> Or it's been a while, so. Really? It feels like there's typically just one successful artist from those reality shows, usually. Like, for the most part, uh, Forrest Whitaker was, or not Forrest Whitaker, Forrest uh, Griffin. <laughs> I would have paid money to see Forrest Whitaker. What's his name? The the big dude there. Um, he had a pot belly, but he was, uh, he had a power punch. Uh, son of a, he had a crazy beard. Yeah, no, no, not ringing a bell. Hold on. But, uh, no, there was quite a few uh, Ultimate Fighters who ended up, you know, doing something with their, uh, with being the Ultimate Fighter winner and being in the UFC for quite some time. I dare say even a few champions. I really think it's Forrest Griffith. That's, that's, that's the guy who really made the most out of it. So, interesting, I'm looking here. Um, it appears to me that she only actually had two actual ufc fights outside of anything that was on ultimate fighter sort of a thing okay uh, versus uh korea and nunes so uh, anyway and she lost both and cyborg and cyborg did she fight cyborg yeah i re- i remember i um, remember well i'm not gonna lie i googled it but according to uh, this it, that wasn't in ufc though that was an elite xc okay oh there okay. we have it fair enough Right. Onto your picks. Sorry for being yeah. so rude. Onto my picks. Uh, so Baszler for nullifying. I was at the, the second reason why I don't I don't say that if uh, an MMA star hasn't been on UFC that that doesn't make them any less badass or any less of a career. It's because we're partnered with one. So <laughs> kind of. Kind of give, gotta give props to Tatnus on that one. Um, well, and we had a pretty long conversation uh, with him about MMA, about, about MMA, and uh, whether or not we think certain fights may have been less than Pro? legitimate an- uh, endings. Yeah. So stay tuned to the Tatnus podcast for that episode to yeah. uh, see if either of us are brave enough to be controversial. Give you a hint, it's not me. <laughs> so apparently I'm brave enough to be stupid because I literally called out the current WWE champion on that. Um, anyway, moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, the person I would vilify is Charlotte because she can move anywhere in the card that she wants. Um, and I would deify um, I would deify Rhea Ripley because um, well, you, are, you already heard me when when Smarks said Rhea Ripley. So um, one of my three woman crushes of of, w, or of pro wrestling right now. So and it, and it makes me a creepy old man because she's 16 years younger so that's okay like like i'll take i'll take well, yeah the, you the it is. I'll take all of it. <laughs> so yeah absolutely okay with that whole scenario 
<laughs> All right. So that was it. And I guess that means I also have to give a nullify, vilify, deify. Yes. So, before, um, gonna... uh, before Officer Mike gets... Again. Hey, it's your fault for reminding me. I got to end of this episode and then been editing tomorrow and been like, ah, oh, son of a... Me. Son of a biscuit. Anyway. Um, so I'm going to nullify, deify, vilify... Elimination Chamber match losers. I'm going to nullify, vilify, deify, uh, uh, Drew Gulak. Um, I'm trying to go through the card again in my head. Stuff. Drew Gulak, the... I won't do anybody from an actual Elimination Chamber match because then I can just do them all at once. So, hold on. I could have been looking this up beforehand. Yep. That would have been wise. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we all know that's not your forte, good sir. No. So you take no, be- being wise is not his forte. Preparation is a horrible decision. <laughs> Shut up, guys. <laughs> that's not how you win in a courtroom. Uh, okay, so Drew Gulak, uh, Umberto Carrillo, and that's too easy if I do that one. So Braun Strowman. Oh. Okay, so... Well, uh... This week being what it is, uh, and having seen the Drew Gulak match at Elimination Chamber, I can't nullify him. That was that was a phenomenal match, and he deserves uh, to stick around for that. So, um, I think, ah, uh, this one's tougher, but I think you nullify Braun. Braun's got an upside outside of the ring. Uh, Braun literally could probably go off to and have a pretty diesel career. Uh, I think even this juncture already, yeah. Yeah. E- even just as the big guy. You like, um, Game of Thrones had the mountain, the big guy warrior played by uh, a, a world's strongest man competitor. Braun could do that sort of role, be in movies and just be the big monster bad guy sort of a thing and be just fine. So, yeah. Uh, take, take any role Batista turns down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, Batista can't do it? Okay. Um, we'll do Braun Strowman. Um, so, so yeah, so Braun out. Um, uh, unfortunately, that are you also gonna tag Braun in this just for future reference? No, no, I'm not snitch tagging Braun. Uh, nobody wants to get these hands now. Come on, did you see they actually had him release a, a PSA today? about saying, uh, right now, I don't want you to get these hands. I need you to wash these hands. That's I fantastic. See that, but that is fantastic. Hashtag coronavirus. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that means that no matter how much I like Humberto Carrillo, uh, he is getting uh, vilified down to the bottom. Uh, because right now, that match, Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan, was a thing of beauty. And uh, he deserves to yeah. be pushed to the top. So yeah, yeah. I feel like he's the type of guy that you could easily legitimize the 205 Live title with, um, as much as Garza does and everybody else that's doing it right now, because it's actually more enjoyable now than it's been in a long time. Yeah. But... The tough thing is they actually gave him the 205 Live title belt for a while and and just kind of peed down their legs with him. I mean, seeing what he's capable of and then seeing what they did with him as champion is really kind of so. Um, but that's fine, because I'm fine with him not being on 205 Live and instead being on my SmackDown, which actually yeah. gives me reason to watch SmackDown. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he really did put on a great match. 
All right, LeBlanc, give us the answer. All right, so we got Braun, we got Gulak, and... Humberto Carrillo. Oh, right, Leo. So, man, I'm putting... Uh, uh, damn. Uh, honestly, let's, let's give Gulak that push to the top. Uh, that match that he had with Brian was amazing. Um, he's a phenomenal wrestler. We should already have known this from stuff in 205 and so on, but not a lot of people watch 205. So he's going straight to the top. Um, Humberto Carrillo is just a phenomenal wrestler too, but uh, he can go. He can go to AEW and have fun. He's getting kicked. Braun Strowman when is going to. When you're nullified, though, you're out of the game altogether. Oh, out of the game altogether. So then, uh, I don't know. He can. Um, Damn. He's got <laughs> such a baby face. He could do. He could be a model. I mean, he the kid's be got a model. Smile, or telenovelas down in Mexico. Oh, really? Really? You're gonna you're gonna Mexicanize the situation? I'd turn into a telenovela to watch him. I wouldn't even care what it's saying. He's a beautiful man. I am. The hair I am, sucks, but he is a beautiful man. Yeah. I, uh, I am uh, confident enough in my sexuality that I can say that. Fair enough. <laughs> if you say so <laughs> you made the Canadian speechless A sorry a. oh no he was just taking a bite of his poutine don't you know uh, uh, so- sorry to interrupt <laughs> what you talking about I was pretty much done <laughs> alright so so then bronze at the bottom of the card is what you're so saying Bron, the bottom of the card where he is now I mean the guy can go up at any time but uh, I want to see them do something with Drew Gulak because uh, I don't know I feel like he needs he needs he needs a mouthpiece though I'm not a fan of his uh, talking Oh, see, I love I love the PowerPoint presentations. That that little feud he had with Braun was I, I thought it was so adorable. I mean, it, it was the wrong yeah, dude but, to have to go against, but but I think, also it was the wrong guy to say it. It's great yeah. if it's for him, but you need like a mouthpiece. Like uh, we always say, Paul Heyman. They need more Paul Heymans. Damn it. See, oh. and I don't necessarily think he needs a mouthpiece. I think they just need to. Uh, present the PowerPoint seriously rather than comedically. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've tried to turn it into a humor character where, look, he's got this PowerPoint, derf, 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 derf. But, and I think that might be what they're going with now because he talked about how he had a PowerPoint that showed 101 ways that you can beat Daniel Bryan, and he nearly did, you know? And so having him be the guru who's actually helping people beat other people. Mm. I, I really vignette videos would be a good thing there. I don't I don't care for um, talk shows as we've talked about, but I think vignette videos would not hurt anything because you mm-hmm. can really limit the time on those. Yeah, exactly. And I think it would make the PowerPoint presentation more serious as yeah. well. If you just put it as a vignette, you're good. If I could be serious for no, no, yeah. no, only one person can be serious. His name is Lance Storm. He's a foreigner. <laughs> wow. So I'm in this because uh, y'all are talking bad about my Canadians. You hear? Not Lance Storm. <laughs> not talk bad about Lance Storm. Lance Storm is an idol of mine. I love Lance Storm. Damn right. And he's a Canadian. Also a Thank big you. jerkaholic, so I can't hate Canadians. Oh, 
God. <laughs> nope. Man of a thousand and four holds. Yes. Damn right. I seriously want to go back and rewatch that feud between Jericho and Dean Malenko, though. I just want to rewatch every day for the rest of my life Jericho going out to the ring and saying <laughs> and listing them off. So fantastic. I'm sure by now there's an actual, like, complete, like. There, uh, in fact is. there is, in fact, is an armbar on it. What did we Did we count it before Smarks? I thought we counted it. I don't remember if we times. counted it, but it was a lot. I think it was like every fourth or fifth one was armbar. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> there was times where he was like armbar, left armbar, right armbar. List of a thousand and four holds. And I'm pretty sure Officer Smarks is doing the same thing. Yes, I definitely am. <laughs> but you and know I'm what? At the official wrestling museum. <laughs> arm drag, armbar, the most covered three-handled. Family Grundezel, armbar. <laughs> the Saskatchewan spinning nerve hold, body slam, drop the hold, armbar, shooting star, staple super press, right handed armbar, lion salt, knife edge chop, armbar, ball driver, Jericho's armbar, Canadian arm drag, Canadian maple leaf, armbar. <laughs> and guys, his 1,004th move is armbar. Armbar. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's one of it. And I, I just love it because he came out with, you know, a lot of kids nowadays probably won't even remember the old printer paper that had the little holes going down the side to drive it through. But I know DA Fabe remembers that. In fact, I know he probably actually still deals with a printer that prints on it today. Yes, uh, yeah. I have a fax machine at the office, too. <laughs> But uh, but so he just came out with like, like a ream of that paper, um, that, you know, so it's all one long piece of paper that he can scroll through as he's going. And I think it lasted over one or two commercial breaks uh, on on the actual live broadcast. So uh, anyway, but on that note, we will actually start to wind this down. Actually, this time because I haven't forgot anything, and I am so prepared. I am a great host. Um, as always, uh, I mentioned it earlier, but make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast and go and listen to any of the other Tatnus Co. podcasts or all of them. That would be great. Um, all, all is better. All is always better. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, I am at raw and order WBU. You can follow Dio Fabe at DA Vincent K. Fabe. And you can follow Justin at... At JLB420 is my personal or at Real Talk Radio 8 for my Real Talk Radio podcast. Or you can always go to anchor.fm slash RTR and look at all my lovely social medias there for the show. And uh, give me a shout. We don't. I don't bite. <laughs> and then, um, as always, I say, go on to Apple Podcasts. I don't care if you actually even use Apple Podcasts to listen to it, but you go on and you sign in and review us five stars, just like I would have given the 60-minute Iron Man match from WrestleMania. Suck on that, Dave, four and a quarter stars, Meltzer. Oh, Jesus. He did give an AEW match six stars, though, which I think was the first time he ever did, or 6.25 or something. And, and I believe it was actually... Uh, the Iron Man match. No, it was the tag match. Uh, Young Bucks and. That's right. Uh, yeah, no, it was the Young Bucks. Yeah, sorry. He gave he gave the Iron Man match a really good rating too. But, uh, yeah, I think it was like five point twenty five or something. 
something. Anyways, um, and then I've mentioned it before. We have a Wix site. Um, you can find it on the pins tweet for this, uh, for my Twitter or the show notes for this show. Um, there you can find all of the different ways to listen to us, listen to the show, even just right on the website. Read our blog, which we are updating um, more frequently, and we're going to be putting predictions and, for WrestleMania on. And you know what? We're also I'm also going to be um, doing a whole um, wow, what is it? Vice's uh, documentary, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the six episodes reviews done before the new ones come out on March 23rd because I definitely want to do a review on the Chris Benoit story which is a two-parter which starts March 23rd and I'm stoked so look out for some dark side of the ring reviews on there on the WBU website Yep. You can also uh, get to the website or the blog part of it through the Wix app, lets you read the blog, comment on the blog, and also send messages directly to me um, so you don't have to go on Twitter and, and DM me or anything like that. You can do it on the Wix app straight from your phone. So hey. um, some great options there. But um, I, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this particular episode. I think it was a little bit more fun and a little less confrontational than last week's episode. <laughs> um, you guys need a mediator. That's clearly the issue here. Yeah, clearly the issue. Clearly. Yeah. Maybe it's that I'm a jerk. Either way, it's fine. You don't hear me arguing, but we we would like to thank everyone for listening. We're going to close the book on this episode. We will see you soon. Move 515 is low blow.